It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. This Lockdown Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box, and Free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Locked on podcast network and Odyssey present locked on today. College basketball tipped off with a great game between Duke and Kentucky. Vikings running back Dalvin Cook is now embroiled in controversy. And it's the second week of college football playoff rankings, and we already have one initial top four team dropping out. I'm Peter Bukowski, starting your day with the stories you need to know and biggest debates in sports. You're locked on today. Searching all major sports. Found. Let's start with the biggest story. Coach K's swan song season got off to an auspicious start. On Tuesday night, the Duke Blue Devils beat the Kentucky Wildcats 79-71 to in a top 10 matchup. Joining me now from Locked on Blue Devils, J.J. Jackson. And J.J., this is incredibly, this is incredibly it for Coach K. It is almost hard to believe someone that has been in our sporting life for this long may no longer be with us after this season. How how much do you think, from, from his standpoint, is riding on this season in terms of his legacy? Because he's got another team that has the blue-chip talent to go out and win a national title. Without a doubt. I think his legacy is solidified, Peter. I think when you look at Mike Krzyzewski, the five national championships, over 1,100 victories in the sport, the most wins all time, 12 Final Four appearances, has been very competitive and won many, many ACC tournaments and ACC regular season titles. The legacy is there, right? But you can always add to it. Why not go out and get a sixth national championship? That's Duke's mantra ever since 2015 when they won their fifth. They've got their sights on six. And for Coach K, he would love to go out on top. We saw that tonight with the first contest of the season, his 42nd year as the Duke men's basketball coach, going in the Blue Devils' favor. What a game, what a win, and what a start to a fun college basketball season. From your standpoint, JJ, how do you think Coach K's willingness to do that, to say, oh, I'll go get McDonald's All-Americans who want to be one and done, 
How do you think that affects how he is viewed in the current college basketball landscape? I mean, he's been able to recruit with the best every single season. He saw what was working for Coach Calipari. They win their national championship in 2012. The year prior, Duke secured the number one player in the country in Kyrie Irving, who went number one in the NBA draft following their 2010 championship. It's pretty good. And ever since then... (laughs) Duke's been recruiting at the top of the sport, and that's led to many, many wins for Coach Krzyzewski. Looks like John Shire's going to be able to try and do that, replacing Coach K, but at least for this season, you're right. It was Trevor Keels. It was Paulo Bancaro that led the way for the Duke Blue Devils, which was a pleasant sight for Duke fans to see. Yeah, we, we don't have to talk about where, where Kyrie Irving is uh, now at this point in his career, so we'll just we'll just leave that aside. Let me ask you this as we finish up here. Uh, I, I love to ask questions like this on this show. Uh, Duke, they're a top 10 team. They've got plenty of talent. They've got arguably the greatest men's basketball coach of the modern era. Why not Duke this season? I, I think that obviously this Duke team wants to win it all. They've set their sights on that. Like I said, sights on six a little bit earlier with this Duke basketball team. That's the standard every single year is to win a national championship. I think Duke can very much so do that. I think that this team missing the NCAA tournament for the first time in 25 years, that was a bad taste in their mouth from a year ago. They're going to have fans back inside Cameron Indoor Stadium. That's going to create the greatest game day environment in college basketball. They've got to improve that three-point shooting, Peter. Just one shot made from three-point range from Duke tonight. And it didn't matter. They still were able to to beat Kentucky. Who's going to get better themselves? Kentucky played without a couple of players who were injured already. So a great statement win for the Duke Blue Devils. And they are very capable of being the last team standing at the Final Four. Follow Locked on Blue Devils for more on Coach K's final season. Coming up, Dalvin Cook involved in a confusing case. We try to make sense of it coming up next. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Now, here's what you need to be locked on today. Bengals head coach Zach Taylor joined Locked On Bengals during the bye week. There was one area that uh, you had a magic wand and you could wave it at offensively and, and fix it before doing the self-scouting, of course. What do you think it would be? Well, I, I think our shorter yardage third down, and not, not just third and one, but really third and one to five, just, just looking at the percentages straight up on a piece of paper, um, that should be an area where we've been stronger at. And, and there's a myriad of reasons why I can give you it hasn't been good enough, but at the end of the day, it has to be good enough. And we've been better at some of the higher areas there. Um, Maybe we should just take a delay a game, you know, and just go ahead and approach six to nine because we've been so good there. But, uh, but, but certainly that that's an area where we need to improve and um, make sure we're putting our guys in the best position and, and executing the right way. Auburn started off their basketball campaign with a big margin of victory over Moorhead State. Zach Blackerby here, the host of Locked On Auburn, the Auburn Tigers, big statement opening win, seventy-seven fifty-four 
against Moorhead State. Bruce Pearl had his team ready. They kind of looked rocky this past Friday in their exhibition game. It took a late push uh, and kind of you know, wearing down Southern Indiana to really break away and get that 14-point win. Totally different team tonight. The Auburn fan base is pumped. The Auburn fan base is excited with what they saw. We heard nothing uh, but great things about this team all offseason, and it showed tonight in the season opener. Uh, a lot of guys playing their first game at Auburn, but specifically Wendell Green Jr., the, the transfer point guard who got the start. Incredible game. Very, very explosive. 19 points off 8 of 17 shooting. It was 3 of 8 from 3. But uh, played good defense. He did everything you want. And a lot of Auburn fans saying, oh, kind of looks a little bit like Jared Harper. Oklahoma also got started off with a win on the court. It was a great start to the Porter Mosier era in Norman as the Oklahoma Sooners defeated the Northwestern State Demons 77-59 to open the regular season 1-0. They were led by Jalen Hill and Tanner Groves with 15 points apiece. This is John Williams, host of the Lockdown Sooners podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Jalen Hill also had eight rebounds, three assists, and three steals on six of seven shooting. He was two of three from three-point range as well. Tanner Groves had a nine rebounds. He was six of nine from the field, two of five from three-point range. Emoji Gibson also added 13 points on five of 13 shooting. Jordan Goldwire, making his debut for the Sooners, had nine points, two rebounds, and four assists. It was CJ Nolan off the bench, adding nine points for the Oklahoma Sooners, who start the Porter Mosier era off with a great win and the Bruins scored all three of their goals in the second period, and that's all they'll need to beat the Senators. Well, it sure is nice to have some more traditional NHL rivalries back in play with divisions being uh, realigned post-COVID as the Boston Bruins defeated the Ottawa Senators here on Tuesday night in possibly the most entertaining game of the season so far. This is Ian McLaren, host of Locked On Boston Bruins, and our Bruins did indeed beat the Senators by a score of 3-2 here on Tuesday night. Uh, the Senators missing some players due to uh, COVID, as well as associate coach Jack Capilano. All credit to them for you know, making it probably closer than it should have been. Uh, the score was 3-2 in the end. Matt Murray, who uh, came in with less than sparkling numbers, uh, made some key saves to keep his team in the game. Uh, but it was Patrice Bergeron who got a bit of a lucky bounce off a broken stick uh, to him in front of the net. He batted home the game winner past Murray. Uh, Derek Forbort added a very nice, nice goal earlier in the evening, uh, probably the highlight of the night for the Boston Bruins. That's what happened last night. Here's what to look for coming up on betonline.ag, your number one spot for all your pro and college football action. Here's some key hoops lines on betonline.ag for Wednesday night. The Nets head south to take on the Magic. Betonline.ag has the Nets favored by nine in Orlando. The Raptors take on the Celtics in Boston. Betonline.ag likes the home team here, giving the Celts a two-point advantage on that spread and college basketball has a limited slate for day two, but you can still check out Buffalo at Michigan, BetOnline.ag has this as the second highest over under total of the college Wednesday slate at one fifty and a half. for all your gambling needs. BetOnline.ag has you covered head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to get a 50% welcome bonus on that first deposit. And don't forget to use your promo code locked on to receive your welcome bonus. 
is another story you need to know. Minnesota Vikings running back Dalvin Cook has been named in a civil lawsuit alleging domestic abuse, as it was reported by Adam Schefter. Dalvin Cook is contesting that he is, in fact, the victim in this case, and more details have been trickling out as this has gone on. We are recording this as of Tuesday night. Joining me now from Locked on Vikings, Luke Braun and Luke. This is an already very complicated case involving complex legal uh, terminologies like the Castle Doctrine and things that that could get very, uh, very in the weeds legally as we move forward in this case. What can you tell us? Where do we stand right now as we record this? Yeah. So as you and I are recording this, information is still trickling out. So keep that all in mind. This is an ongoing developing story and, and, and all of that. What we understand right now about this whole altercation is that both sides, of course, have their very different stories of what happened. Um, and we can get into the details of that in, in a second. But I think, like you mentioned, like the Castle Doctrine and all the legalities of it, we don't necessarily have to, it's not even really our business to care about the legalities of it, except for um, the NFL. That tends to influence how the NFL handles these kinds of things. Sure. Um Right now, we don't have any indication that, that there would be any absence or anything like that. Actually, Dalvin Cook speaks to the media on Wednesdays. Um, so on Wednesday afternoonish, he might speak to the media and the team hasn't pulled him or anything, at least yet. Um, so there's that. But the legalities of the situation, essentially, um, a lot of the facts of this case are not disputed by either party. It is not disputed that there there was an altercation, that it got violent and all that stuff. Dalvin Cook's camp, his lawyer, his agent, and everybody, um, their side of the story is essentially that this was an act of self-defense against somebody with a, they say, quote-unquote, history of violence. On Sergeant Trimble's side, she says that this was an unprovoked attack, um, and it was, you know, an, an instance of domestic violence um, and a, a dispute between in, in this dispute between two exes, right? The actual details involve Mace, involve uh, possibly her pulling a gun on him uh, or threatening to pull a gun on him. And there's actually a video that does seem to imply that, although it's a very short video. So there's obviously context and we have to be very careful about all that stuff. Um, and there's all these other details that are very difficult to sift through without kind of accidentally taking a side, right? Um but essentially what is at issue here is Dalvin Cook saying that he had he reasonably feared for his own safety. Um, and this happened in Dalvin Cook's home. And so in the state of Minnesota, it's legal to use reasonable force to try to remove a trespasser from your home. If somebody's not welcome, you can remove them. You can use your physicality to do that. So legally, that might be a very important part of this. And if it's an important part legally, it's probably an important part in the eyes of the shield as well. That is all very well uh, put. And, and it is also the case that there have already been photos trickling out. Uh, yeah. about about the 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 damage that was done in this altercation to mm -hmm. the woman in question here and as we've seen before that can also spur the NFL into action in some cases before these legal processes play out right right she had a cut on her face she was bruised up there was, it was very clearly violence happened she was hit right. um and and, and again, these text messages have leaked we we've seen some of yes. them and, and we don't know at this point the, the veracity of some of the things that are out there right now. 
Right. And the uh, the text messages basically were Dalvin Cook saying, hey, you know, I'm sorry. And I was in the wrong for for doing that. The situation got out of hand, essentially apologizing for it, which could have its impact on the, the legal situation as well. As far as I understand, there aren't any criminal charges. It is a lawsuit and a countersuit, um, which also kind of changes the texture and it changes the the actual wording and, and the actual like standards of, of proof and stuff for where this all settles. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's also an important part of it on um, the texts that have leaked the pictures that have leaked that well not, not leaked they're all public information they're part of um, Sergeant Trimble's lawsuit um, and that's public information that Star Tribune and other journalists have pulled so yeah all of that is is out there and kind of like the Ray Rice thing right or like the Adrian Peterson thing a bunch of years ago once there's pictures once there's something a little more visceral um, and the public gets a little bit more uh, up in arms about the whole thing, that's when the NFL will be a little bit more spurred to act, whether we think that that's the way that they should be approaching things or not. They tend to react a little more to the PR of the situation than, you know, whatever their judgment is on it. Follow Locked on Vikings for more on this story coming up. The second college football playoff rankings have been released, and there's only one question on anyone's mind. Is anyone happy with these except Georgia fans? We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Today's episode is brought to you by your friends at Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. Period. End of story, but not the end of the ad read. If you haven't tried a Built Bar by now, you are missing out. They say it's a protein bar, but it doesn't taste like one. You have to try one of these amazing bars to really believe it for yourself. Most protein bars they don't taste very good. And the consistency is gross. And you just, you, you fight it. You're just like, okay, well, I guess I got to eat this because I, I need, I need something. But a built Bar, soft, covered in 100% real chocolate. And when you bite into it, you know you're eating something different. It's more than just a protein bar. It is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. They're low carb, low calorie, low fat, low sugar, yet high in protein and high in fiber. Another great thing about Bilt Bar, they are diverse in their flavor offerings. There's something for everyone. And this month, Bilt Bar is coming out with limited time flavors every three to four days. So check the website often. You don't want to miss out. Go to Bilt.com and use promo code LOCK15 to get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Bilt.com. Agree or disagree? This is the Q of the Day. Another set of college football playoff rankings are a go, and Big Ten fans are mad about it. Ohio State coming in at fourth after Georgia, Alabama, and Oregon. Oregon, of course, beating Ohio State earlier in the season, and Michigan coming in ahead of Michigan State. Michigan at six. Michigan State coming in at seven. Joining me now from Locked On Big Ten, Nate Dickinson. And Nate, I'm going to be honest. I have a hard time worrying about anything that's happening after one and two just because of who one and two are. 
So tell me, tell me why I should care about what's going on in the Big Ten right now, because I, I look at those teams and I go, they're not in the same class as the top of the college football playoff rankings. So I'm just I'm just not that worried about it. Uh, that's a good point, Peter. Definitely. Um, <laughs> I still think that as far as being able to compete on that national stage, Ohio State's the only team that's proven it has the kind of firepower on offense to match what it's going to need to be able to do to compete with a Georgia or an Alabama. That's not a Big Ten problem, though. That's really an everybody else in college football problem. Uh, as far as the rankings go, I'm surprised to see Michigan State behind Michigan, especially given the emphasis the college football playoff committee gave just last week on head-to-head wins. It's just one of those things where I, I don't know exactly what you measure on or what happens in that room, but obviously the Michigan's one loss is a whole lot better than what Michigan State's one loss is just on paper next to each other. So if that's what they're thinking, fine. Obviously, Ohio State into four is something that matters a lot. But as far as just being able to compete with one and two, yeah, I'm wondering who's going to be able to do that too. But I, I don't know if there's a single team, fan base, anyone in the country that isn't thinking about that right now if they're thinking about national stuff. The thing with the Big Ten is they've got other things to worry about, all those teams that are fighting to just show up to the party at the college football playoff. Yeah, and, and I want to give you credit because the last time we talked about this, you mentioned Ohio State. They were the team, you said, that offensively you felt like could hang with some of the big boys, and that was not the case with a Michigan or a Michigan State. This could come down to something that happens at the end of the year every year between the, the two marquee Big Ten schools, it seems. Yeah, definitely shaping up to be that way, at least right now. I mean, the, the biggest thing is that whoever comes out of that Eastern division wins the Big Ten. That's your golden ticket in to be in no matter what. If someone on that West side ends up spoiling things in Indianapolis, th that changes things. So that'll be what ends up really, really deciding for sure that any of these teams get in. But as far as getting there, yeah, it's going to be Michigan, Ohio State right now. And obviously... That can all change. There were times where it was going to be Iowa and whoever until Purdue knocked them off. It was going to be the Michigan State, Ohio State until Purdue knocked them off. So anyone can play spoiler in the Big Ten. We know that. That's been seen week in and week out. I've spent plenty an episode looking like a fool saying that <laughs> you don't need to worry about this game and that game this season. But as far as just going down to the very end of things, I, I mean, it's something I feel like I've talked about a little bit too much because it is something that we've been looking forward to all the year. All these teams have been winning and they're starting to play each other now at the end. The problem is that it just seems like everyone's found a way to slip up at least once at the very, very end of the road here. We got Michigan, Michigan State. That was a nice little undefeated matchup, but Michigan State, Ohio State's not undefeated anymore. I guess Ohio State wasn't undefeated, undefeated in the Big Ten, I guess. And then Michigan, Ohio State right now is shaping up to be that big matchup at the end that it always is, but with a national perspective that has something I don't, I couldn't tell you the last time it would have been this big, that game. And finally, Twitter is fueling yet another feud. This one between two basketball families and you never take sides against the family. On Monday night, the Nuggets' Nikola Jokic took exception to being fouled by the Heat's Markeith Morris and pushed him in the back. A reaction 
got him ejected. He has since been suspended for a game, but there's more to the story. Morris's twin brother Marcus took to Twitter to say, waited till brother turned his back, shaking my head, noted, and then added the note-taking emoji, of course, because you have to. In response, Nicholas' two brothers created a Twitter account at Jokic Brothers, aptly named, and replied to Marcus Morris's tweet with, you should leave this the way it is instead of publicly threatening our brother. Your brother made a dirty play first. If you want to make a step further, be sure we will be waiting for you. Signed, Jokic Brothers, like they're your grandfather. I, that's that's the part. That's just chef gets perfect for me. Thanks for making Locked On Today your first listen of the day. Now that you got the news, go make some money. Make your second listen, Locked On Bets. Download and subscribe, free and available on all platforms. Coming up Thursday, how did the Bucks fare on a trip to see the Knicks? So at least until tomorrow, stay locked on today. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.